You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Friday, August 16th. We've made it through the first week of school here in uh, St. Louis for, <laughs> well, it was a half day today. Yeah. So, or, I mean, half day on Wednesday. Today's full day. Oh, um, man. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm, I'm doing quite well. How, apparently, how's the kid doing? Apparently, he's loving it so much. Uh, he told mommy when they pulled in the parking lot at school this morning that he wanted to walk in on his own. Oh, wow. This is kindergarten. We're not ready for oh, that. Oh, man. Who, but, uh, who shed more tears? Wants to be very independent. So, uh, moving through life stages here. Uh, <laughs> to, speaking of moving through life stages, uh, coming up in the second half, uh, we're going to talk with our one of our favorite wellness Experts, Deaconess Heidi Gaiman, she'll join mm-hmm. us, uh, share with us a, uh, a helpful blog with Church Worker Wellness Devotion. So we'll check that out and um, also announcing some upcoming stuff that we'll be sharing uh, with Heidi here on the Coffee Hour. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the first half, we get to talk about um, the the International Lutheran Council. I don't know if we've we've talked about it a little bit. What, what little is bit, yeah. what is the ILC and uh, what is the work of the ILC as well? Um, uh, upcoming conference this year. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us in studio this morning, Darren Storks, an interim general secretary of the International Lutheran Council, the ILC. Darren, thanks for joining us in studio this morning. Thank you much. Great to be here. We, we actually get Darren in the studio as we were chatting beforehand. He's been on a few times, but this is the first time we've actually got him in the studio yes. because he's he's usually traveling around the world, <laughs> visiting with uh, church leaders around the world. So finally here in the uh, in the studio today and excited to learn more about the ILC, the International Lutheran Council. What is the ILC? Then we'll talk about the, the LCMS relationship to the ILC. Right. Well, the ILC is a global association of confessional Lutheran churches. Uh, The LCMS is a founding member of this association, and it's the only association of its kind of which the LCMS is a member. Uh, So all of the members, of course, share doctrinal agreement, as we would would, uh, insist on. Uh, Right now, we're we're up to 53 members globally. Uh, so for for those Lutheran churches that uh, are in doctrinal agreement with us and with each other, it's the only place to be. Absolutely. <laughs> what, is that, uh, what does that relationship uh, mean in the day-to-day? Uh, what, what does that relationship of, of doctrinal unity, what does that look like in um, dealing with, um, I don't know, relationship things, cultural things? It's very important, especially to the members that are in other countries where they may be uh, small minorities, it may be a small Christian minority in a country, or just as confessional Lutherans, they're probably a small minority within the Christian community in their respective countries. So unlike uh, those of us here in the States and the LCMS, where we have uh, a large church body and we're, we're, uh, we're, we're have a long-standing history and a very stable uh, presence in the country, these smaller church bodies really have a great desire and a great need to be part of a of a larger uh, group, mm-hmm. part of an association that gives them uh, a sense of security, a sense of belonging to a larger group around the world with uh, other members that they know are there to support them mm-hmm. prayerfully and in other ways as they confront the challenges of such a small uh, small church body. Absolutely. Where are some of these some of these church bodies? You mentioned fifty three of them um, across the world. Where where are some of them? 
Well, they're all over in every continent. <laughs> of course, I probably can't name uh, all 53, but they, you know, they range from, uh, for example, Argentina and Brazil and Latin America, many other Latin American churches, of course, the LCMS and the Lutheran Church Canada here in North America. Uh, and in uh, Africa, Nigeria, one of the LCMS uh, daughter churches, mm-hmm. uh, many other churches in, in in Africa, which is actually the the these are the fastest growing churches right now. Mm-hmm. Africa is a very exciting place for us, very exciting uh, a place for our ILC members because the the membership is growing rapidly, and we have many uh, new applications coming in from Africa these days as well. So uh, we look forward to welcoming probably several more African churches in the near future. Also, Asia, where our members include, for example, the, the Philippines, which is hosting, in fact, the upcoming uh, seminaries conference that we're going to talk about. Absolutely. Yeah. What, uh, what is the work of um, the ILC? What, what, does this, uh, what benefit does this give to all of these churches? Well, we have uh, conferences every year. So we work on a three-year cycle. <laughs> so last year we had the, uh, the World Conference, which is the main conference of the ILC, where all of the members coming, come together and decide. Uh, of course, there are, there are uh, studies and discussions and papers and things, but they also decide whatever business matters need to be decided. Uh, for the sake of the organization. That's kind of the general assembly, if you will. Mm -hmm. And then the second uh, phase in the cycle would be this year Mm -hmm. uh, when we're having the seminaries conference. Uh, This is also incredibly popular as representatives from each uh, seminary or theological institution of the ILC members around the world can come together to, once again, uh, enjoy fellowship. They can share um, uh, mutual concerns uh, they can deliver and, and hear these papers and talk about uh, matters of, of, of mutual interest and importance. Then the third uh, year in the cycle is the time for the regional conferences. So each region, uh, the five regions, North America, Latin America, Europe, Asia, Africa, will each hold regional conferences for the members in that region. That's a time for those regional members to come together and connect uh, it's also a time when when uh, new members that may be exploring membership in the ILC are likely to be invited and attend and uh, consider membership. I was just picturing the World Conference when all these leaders are coming together. The you know international. What are the languages spoken in the room <laughs> uh, when you come together for the the World Conference? Well, of course, we use English as the the the, the standard uh, mm-hmm. global language that most people speak. Very often we will have translation for, because there's a, a significant Latin American contingent, mm-hmm. so we'll often provide a Spanish language translation for the brothers from Latin America. But, uh, of course, you have all the, the other conversations <laughs> going on in any number of languages as well. So the, the upcoming seminary conference, uh, tell us how this will uh, benefit the, the seminaries from all around, uh, from Lutheran church bodies all around the world. Well, one of the primary benefits, as with any conference, is simply the the fellowship that they get to enjoy. These are our theological educators uh, working very hard at their various seminaries around the world, but they might not have that many opportunities to come together and connect like this. So this provides them that opportunity to get together with colleagues from their seminaries around the world. So the fellowship component is probably one of the most important aspects of it. Uh, but, of course, there will be papers, uh, uh, and there will be some important discussions, especially at this one coming up. I think this is going to be a particularly important conference where, that will have some uh, some more concrete uh, uh, results. 
What kinds of things are uh, are discussed at these conferences between seminaries um, and theological educators? I know there's there's a lot of things that are probably above above my pay grade um, when it comes to the, the deep theological stuff. Um, but what 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 things are discussed when all of these theological educators come together? Well, we're having two topics or two areas of of discussion this time around. The first one is uh, confessional Lutheranism doctrinal identity in different cultural contexts. Of course, very relevant when you're talking about mm-hmm. seminaries around the world mm-hmm. that do, in fact, operate in some, sometimes vastly different cultural contexts. So there will be a number of papers and discussions related to that, uh, which which uh, will help uh, help them understand their own context as well as the context of others and share information, best practices, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, then particularly exciting is the second theme or the second topic, which is a Lutheran curriculum for theological education. And uh, uh, we don't have any kind of standard, I think, global Lutheran standard for theological education, but this gives them an opportunity to start discussing what they see as the essential elements of a Lutheran uh, curriculum for a seminary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and perhaps through that discussion... Uh, that will be very informative for the various leaders and, and members, and perhaps some kind of uh, uh, standard for Lutheran theological education can emerge from that. This is, that's why I said uh, this one, I think, will be a little bit more concrete in its, in its results or its outcomes, because this could actually produce a very concrete, tangible, and practical result that seminaries around the world uh, can benefit from. Wow. This is a, a fun statistic, but what is, <laughs> and you may not necessarily know this off the top of your head, the, the uh, of the, what we said, 53, mm-hmm. there are 53 members 53 of ILC. 53 members presently, yes. Of Several those, applications pending. Uh, <laughs> that will grow. Of those, um, how many uh, of those uh, church bodies have their own theological institution or seminary, um, and how many are are you know, making use of, of other seminaries, um, whether it be from partner churches or otherwise? Yeah, I, I don't know that number right off the top of my head, but you're you're absolutely right to ask the question because not all of many of these, as I said at the outset, are uh, are relatively small church bodies. Mm-hmm. So obviously, if the church body is still small, they may not have the resources to have a, an established seminary or institute of theological education. They may have to use. Uh, uh, somebody else's seminary or some other means to educate their their pastors so you're right uh these smaller ones probably don't have established established seminaries so there aren't 53 seminaries <laughs> so for example uh at this upcoming conference there will be 45 participants so right there you can see the number of participants is the, is less than the number of uh number of members in, in the ILC and even of those 45 they're 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 not representing 45 seminaries so uh, the number of, I, I don't, again, don't know off the top of my sure. head, but the number of, of fully-fledged seminaries or, or uh, formal institutes of theological education would, would be much less than the, the number of members. But part of the goal of this, of course, is to uh, enable uh, these institutes to grow their capacity. And as the churches grow and as they grow their capacity through uh, interactions like this, then we hope that... The seminaries will will grow. Will be able to reach out to those churches that need theological education, and of course, maybe assist those smaller churches as they grow to develop their own institutes of theological education. Outstanding. Uh, how do we follow the uh, the work of the International Lutheran Council? 
Well, I suppose the easiest way these days is simply to go to our website, ilcouncil.org, ilcouncil.org, uh, where where updates on happenings, news, like the, these conferences and so mm-hmm. forth, will be posted on a regular basis. Darren Storkson, Interim General Secretary of the International Lutheran Council. Thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you very much. Great to be here. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Stick around. More Coffee Hour on the way.